This is RFC Extra, episode 10, recorded on April 22nd, 2015. This episode of RFC Extra takes place after the live stream of Radio Free Cybertron 414, and this is the RFC Post Show. This week we start off the conversation talking about a series of digibashes of Combiner Wars Hotspot. But before we join the crew, I want to remind you that RFC and all of its shows are brought to you by you. If you're already using Amazon.com, why not use our link? Go to tfradio.net and click on the Amazon logo. It's on the right side. It's attached to this little widget where you can search for your product, but if you click the link, it'll take you straight to Amazon. Any purchase you make will cost just what it would normally cost, given the normal Amazon.com price, but Amazon sends a little bit of change our way to help keep the lights on. Now let's join the show. No, this is better than Springer. Well, mm-hmm. and and I want all of these digibashes. I mean, I you know, know okay, it's, yeah, Cerebros is, is a little boring, granted, but... I think, like... And okay, they don't so even have it, Fire Chief on here. And, like, I think if Cerebros was to happen, I think that would need to wait for the Onslaught tooling, because, like, between Fire Truck and Artillery Truck, Artillery Truck makes a little more sense. Four passes, now, absolutely. Now, I and think... Neither of I them think, make sense for Scorponok, I think if you no, I think if you um, partially retooled the mold another way and turned the fire truck into a crane truck, you could make that work for Scorponok. Yeah, and and of course you can get a grapple yeah. out of that maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's um, what I'm saying we, we've got all these all these digibashes of off the wall characters, and we don't have grapple. We don't have you know Inferno. Siren. <laughs> Art fire on here, so yeah. I mean, there's still more digi bashes to be made. More things that we could get out of this wonderfully beautiful toy. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and I, I would not mind seeing Pyro be another botcon take and come with you know a set of last stand characters as the limbs. Yeah, and I would that like you know yeah. realize and, that. And yeah. it's like so it's like record, said, records combine, indeed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, it's, and it's like you said, Rob. You know, that's not even touching the brave side of Transformers. I mean, that would be a perfect Horu and Enryu set. Although, they, you know, although they, they couldn't combine, but they would look good. Yeah, you know, if not for the problem of Sunrise owning Brave as a franchise. I would not really find fault with the idea of Botcon referencing Brave stuff in a set. I know. Well, I asked them that. I, I, that I, yeah, I think there's rights issues. Yeah, it's, it's, it's. I asked them that. You know, after at one of the club roundtables, and well, they're not. They don't know as much about Brave as we do. You know, some of the, in the fans. As you do. No, well, no, there's a lot of them. A lot more than me. Uh, come on, hard to believe, Don. But uh, yeah, there's. It's like same thing with GoBots. You know, they they. Hasbro owns the names, but, but the not likenesses. The but not likenesses. That's why we can't get that GoBots, that Digibash set we've seen for the last several years. It looks so good. Well, I will certainly be getting that uh, those Masterpiece Machine Robo figures when they come out. Yes. Hello, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, I haven't. <laughs> I have a Messi in my lap. Yes, I do. This can only end in bloodshed. <laughs> so, we're talking, so in the chat, we were talking about... Um, uh, things will happen when we're old, like uh, like I'll have an Autobot symbol on my walker. Uh, Don will have an RC on his colostomy bag. 
<laughs> now, like a sticker or uh, maybe she'll be floating in his colostomy bag. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you realize my, my cas- in there, you would have had to eat RC. Yeah, my, no, my, my casket will be oh. pink and white. <laughs> Don, we can make that happen. Well, yeah, I mean, no, no, no one's gonna come to the funeral, so I mean, who cares? Well, you'll outlive me, so I'll make sure that there's representation there. God exhaust is pretty. Yep. (laughs) Be careful with the white, though, around the hands and stuff, because that will um, come off. Well, that's the same as on the wheeljack mold. Yeah. It's just, you know, worth being careful. Oh, hey, Chris. The, uh... You probably know this. The Micron Legends kicker that came with my 20th anniversary Armada Optimus that I got from Japan, his hands have yellowed. I'm going to assume just letting them soak in bleach by the by itself is probably not a good idea. That's a, micro, that's, a, that's a Microman figure, right? Yeah. Exposing that to air is a bad idea, Don. <laughs> Microman a, figures crumble to yeah, dust. Yeah, I've heard of that. Of, I want to. I want to sell the this set. This one but, is still particularly notorious for that. In fact, yeah, because I mean, because I want to sell the set, but his hands are basically yellow gloves now. So I just need to. I think, and I think any chemical treatment you would try on that would basically just entice it to self-destruct. Aww. Okay. Also, I, mean, yeah, I, I would, I would I use bleach anyway. I still don't think we've come up with a really effective way to undo yellowing. So ble- bleach or peroxide, which would be safer? Peroxide time? would be safer. I'm I'm pretty yeah. sure. Okay. Probably, if you must do one. Yeah, because because he's he's not gonna sit with yellow hands. What about UV? Wait, that would call- UV cause the problem. Cause it, yeah. <laughs> we need shattered glass. Yeah, set it under a UV light, Don. However, <laughs> at least that way you won't be able to tell the difference anymore. <laughs> UV combined with peroxide and or oxyclean might help undo some of it. I got my UV light. Uh, now, now, don't be like Kilby and bounce it back into your eye, Diecast. <laughs> that was a green laser. Did, I know. Did, did my but... camera come on for you guys? Because here's... Yes. Now it is, yeah. There you go. Yes, there it ah, is. Ah. That right there? Yeah. Violet laser. Yeah. Okay. Laser. <laughs> yes. Oh, you know what, Brad... You know, oh, so shot. show us the Megazarac now. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, Wait, she, notice what happened to the camera? Yeah, it yep. went black. There we go. I had to hit it again. Oh, okay. <laughs> this Wait, light, I was hoping you ruined it. Even though this light, it doesn't look like it does much to the visual, like in the visual spectrum. If I shine this on like on an old CRT TV or on a uh, glow-in-the-dark toy, it lights up so quickly. Like a green laser or red laser doesn't do anything, but this right here will charge it instantaneously. See, I didn't get a laser. I got a flashlight. I didn't see any purple lasers on uh, Amazon. Well, most people don't need a UV laser. Yeah. Unless you're a super villain. (laughs) You know what you could do is get yourself yourself a Generation Skybite in shark mode on the stand and then take the laser and put it on top of the head. And that and that could be your your slide for your. You know, so so like, when are they supposed to reveal the last Botcon figure? Next next Tuesday. week next Tuesday theoretically. Ah, like we should have that to talk about unless they screw up the scheduling again. In which case, yeah, podcast. 
people watching here it is. Oh, now we just lost your video. Yeah, your yeah, video you... is frozen for us, Brian. Okay. Because uh, I was, actually I was talking I was talking to my friend uh, Hand in Australia uh, a few minutes ago Oop. while I was feeding. Man. While you were supposed to be doing the show. Yeah, and uh, well, y'all talk about something that I didn't have any have anything to chime in on. And uh, yeah, but that I mean, like that happens with Rob some of the time, and he just sits here and plays Monster Hunter. He's considerate. That's this, just this well, week. That's I'm just... looking at Dragon Ball figures on eBay for the hell of it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. That's just Don thinking in his head. I wish this was TFYLP. I wish this was TFYLP. Yeah. <laughs> They're so much nicer to me. <laughs> anyway, now uh, I'm I'm half considering. You know, I'm, I'm going to wind up getting this Primus set as part of the package, of course. But I just may keep the loose set this year and and let let him get the. Uh, Promise set so that way for once he can have the box and because he likes the set so that way he he, he could have the box and everything. You know. Who are you talking about, Massey? Oh. His friend in Australia. His friend. In oh, Australia. okay. His sorry. friend hung. Hang H E N G. No. I really want to like the box style? set, but they're they're not making it easy on me. It's no. I I like it, but it's not. It's like, not jumping out at me and saying. Buy me because I'm awesome. It's like yeah, yeah, like last year with the Scorponok, it was buy me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, you know, but you know but what the also, weird thing I'm is? Like, I can't even remember what else was in last year's box set besides Scorponok. Uh, Fire Gut Jinrai. Yeah, that, uh, oh, another orange Hawk, thing they did not was care about last year. No, uh, that was 2012. Farrak, Farrak was last year. Devcon. That was 2012. Yep. Yeah. Ferrick was last year, DevCon was last year, and Cannonball was last year. And then Alpha oh. Trizar, Alpha Trizar, Ape Link, and Flare, uh, Flamore. I remember, yes. like, the, the add-on stuff more than the box set. The box set, I mean, I like the Fire Gut Jinrai, and Scorponok is freaking awesome. Uh, DevCon, yeah, the face sculpt's a little bit weird, but I still like it. Yeah. And Ferrick, well, Squadron X, so I had to get yeah. that one. But I, I still, I still, I, I had wished I'd heard from uh, Fans Project to them re Again, I know it's old technology. We've mentioned that, but I, I would Down like. about old technology? No, I mean. In I would, this case, I would, City Commander's old technology. Yeah, but I would like to see City Commander reissued for that Fire Guts Optimus. Just to have yeah, a. Yeah, it's, it's just too small of a market. Yeah. Which is a shame. Yeah. Because City Commander used to be the go to. It was probably a lot of people's first third-party figure because it just really made. Like if there was that. if there was another general release of that mold in a new deco, I don't doubt that they would try to pull that set out again and you know do another run of it. But they but, have. I them, mean, they, rather they, than City Commander, I think I'd rather see Crossover Gen pull out their Power Master armor, their Power Master trailer for that. Uh, yeah. that may work. That may work. See, more Mark expensive, toys. but yeah. <laughs> Because Maki Toys pulled out the Battle Tanker for the Shattered Glass Magnus and Prime. Mm -hmm. That oh, wasn't that long yeah. after that initial run, though. Right. Yeah. I mean, City Commander came out in 2008. I know, I know. Like, like I said, it's, all, it's old technology, but I still, I still wouldn't mind having the uh, an Ultra Magnus did, fire. Did my camera come on for you guys? No. It's swirly right now. Yeah, you're swirling, yeah. I'm still looking at these digibashes, and they're all awesome. Yeah, they're pretty awesome. No, but I just like... want that Scorponok more than anything. Uh, Pyro <laughs> and Thunderclash. My God. Yeah. 
if Oil Master ends up happening in this box set, like I think there's enough I can stand in the rest of it to try to go for a bag set. But man, that's going to be a hard sell either way. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, I'm, you know, Battle the, trap, good is, Battle the good trap. news is Packrat's the only one that I absolutely don't want to keep, and I should not have any trouble actually selling that off no, after the fact. It's Packrat. Yeah. Yeah, it's just. It, I don't know. It's just. I keep waiting for a set that's like as good as the G2 set. Never going to happen. I know. It's, it's, and, I, and I, don't, I don't mean that bad. I'm just saying. I'm, I'd like wanna, to see a wanna, set that, you know, actually kind of ties together somewhat, not just a bunch of random stuff thrown. Yeah. Not just a yeah. bunch of random Fear stuff me. thrown in the box. Even, even the G2 set was not a G2 set. It was a Euro G1 set. But it fit together for the most well, part. Well, yeah, no, it did. I'm just saying, like, it, it was not consistent with its stated theme. Well, it's, well, well John and I brought this up in my, in, in our mini-cast. So Sorry, you're, I haven't had time to watch yet. Oh, that's cool. Uh, you, you like, you would like to have, Chris, probably more like the Stunticon job set. Kind, kind of like, uh, well, well, but not animated, because I'm right. kind of over-animated toys. Right, but I mean, all the figures in the theme, see, I, for me, this theme. Yeah, yeah. Is... If it's a theme, if it's a theme that I'm interested in, I want as much of the box as possible to be consistent with and represent that theme because the theme is what's drawing me to it in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. See, if, if if this is like you know, like an Ocean's Eleven caper with these characters playing the roles of in a gang sort of environment, mm-hmm. I can see that in this set. Mm-hmm. But I really, but the fiction is going to be more important to tie it all together. Than the toys themselves tie themselves to each other, right? And for the most part, like I don't care about the fiction they write. Yeah, you know, and especially yeah, that's not not a draw especially, for me. Especially not the fiction they write specifically to bring the box set together. Like there's, you know, the side fiction, like the uh, Beast Wars Uprising thing that uh, Jim Sorensen uh, contributed yeah. to. Uh, you know, that was really cool. That was interesting club fiction. I like that. But, like, the box set stuff, the, the convention comic, I don't care about that. So, like, for me, the concept needs to sell on the strength of the toys in the box set. Yeah, yeah. the BotCon comic is literally them just trying to fit their toys from all over the spectrum together into a story. Right. Well, I want, I, mm-hmm. I want a team that already fits together, and then you can make a story, a, yeah. a comic for them. Well, uh, well I, I guess I'm just saying I'm hoping the story is a strong enough story so I can see how these characters interplay off each other. Because mm-hmm. as a set right now, I can see what they're shooting for, but it's just not as cohesive. I, it's just it's, – it's, it's weird, I know. No, I mean I get it. You know – you know, not everybody. And I hope you get that story, Don. I yeah. don't see it happening. So. <laughs> no, like you know, everybody conceptualizes the stuff differently, and I believe me, I understand needing a fiction backing to give context to a set of toys to, yeah. like, you know, make the whole thing work in my head. But like, I have gotten to the point where, for something like a bot concept, the toys themselves have to be it all on their own. Good fiction that helps to reinforce that, that is a great bonus to have, but I cannot, I can't make that justify the set otherwise. I've never been able to make the fiction justify a set that, mm-hmm. yeah, they have to be good toys. I, yeah. Yeah, it, it seems to me like the, the, you know, just from the outside perspective, the sets that are based on, you know, extant themes, things that are already out there, G2, Machine Wars, 
at least in part of Machine Wars, it was Machine Wars. <laughs> you know, somewhat more appealing than the ones that were obviously cobbled together later to justify the molds they had access to. And like the Machine Wars thing, too, I thought came off pretty well because, yeah, like three-fifths of the set fell into Machine Wars, and then there was Obsidian and Stryka, which they're not Machine Wars, but they are to themselves a consistent thing. So, you know, you had majorly the element that it's named after, and you also had uh, the secondary part of it was a cool thing to produce because the molds they picked were actually pretty good for that. I wish, I wish Obsidian had been in toy colors like they originally showed it. Yeah. You know, I wish they had not bent to the people who wanted show accuracy over toy accuracy because I love the Obsidian toy. Mm. A lot more than I like Obsidian's show presence. Obsidian, the Machine Wars toy? Obsidian from the Machine Wars set, yes. So, do you like the... So, are you saying you like Obsidian, the Machine Wars toy, or the Obsidian from the bot concept? Obsidian was a Beast Machine toy. That's what I meant, sorry. Oh. Um, Oh, yeah. Machine Wars set, Beast Machine's toy. I like the Beast Machines toy, and I like that they made a new Obsidian, but I wish it had been toy colors. Uh, Robots in the Skies or the original? Original. I mean, I would not I would not turn away a Robots in the Skies colored one just for the novelty. I like, the, I like that coloration. I mean, I have, I have actually every U.S. version of that mold that was released. There's more than two? Universe. Oh... Uh... I, I picked I that was the last one that I got. I picked it up recently at a comic book store in Nashville for like four dollars. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that comic book store has been like massively striking out in terms of getting old stuff at any kind of decent price, so that was a small if pleasant surprise. So what's this coloration what is this Digibash supposed to be? Uh shattered glass? I don't know. I, I no just idea. saw it and I liked it and I copied it. And I don't I don't know who it's supposed to reference. It's pretty. Yeah. yeah I like it. But, but the gr- the green is constructed con green, but the And so is the purple. Yeah, but, but the all the white in there makes no sense. Unless it's supposed to be a different version of in, I know. It looks nice though. Yeah, no. but it, I'm wondering who it's supposed to be. I say it's not G2. No. I'm not aware of a combiner with these colors. Like, they're too unified to be completely random, but I'm not exactly sure what they're supposed to be. Is it something Energon? Kind of like Tidal Wave? It may be Shattered Glass. I was thinking Shattered. It's nice. Uh, Do we we know the artist? Can Can we ask the artist or Hold on, let me. I have to backtrack. Meanwhile, I'm gonna look for. Uh... Is there not? Let me do a Google image search. Yeah, someone else said, "Is that shattered glass defensor?" It well, does what... remind me of something. Yeah, but but what shattered EVA glass EVA version? Does it make Eva sense? Evangelion version. Uh... Oh. Evangelion oh. version. Uh-huh. To go along with Evangelion Prime. Yeah, that doesn't quite work that well for that mold. I mean, no, no. Like any one of them, you could do that, and you'd probably be able to tell. Well, considering you... that the Evangelions are kind of streamlined, I think that would work better on Superion. Oh consider- yeah. 
And considering the only thing I've seen for Evangelion was the series finale episode, and I've never gone back and watched anything else again. If it, it makes, makes you feel any better, Don, it wouldn't make more sense. Did, the whole did we fail it wouldn't to make, make any more sense, but you probably picked the worst possible episodes uh, to start been, on. But no, a friend of mine showed me that because we were going to watch something else, and he was watching that, and I finished watching it with him. And it was mm-hmm. like, what? Okay, did you see the movie version, or did you see the TV last episode that ends with everyone applauding him and saying congratulations? I don't know. It, it's been so long. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I think it ended with them them applauding, but I don't know for sure. It would be that or him strangling a girl on the beach. Those are the options. <laughs> hey, uh, as, as endings? Yes, those are the endings. So changing <laughs> changing gears real quick. Did I fail? Did I fail to bring up the Frank Welker thing? Yes, you, you did. did. Crap. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, now, okay. Do, why not you do need that? to? Uh, Record a fill-in piece on it. We're all still here. Well, we're all still that? here, and I think we're perfectly capable of making fun of that for five minutes. So actually, so for RFC Extra, yeah, which which this will uh, we'll we'll put that in RFC Extra. So um, I figured, yeah. Uh, we completely failed to mention this during the show. So Frank Welker, the pack that will be an add-on either to the Primus package or Golden Ticket price, two hundred bucks. $200. And you to know what you get for already $200. very expensive set. And you know what you get for your $200? You get one autograph, a non-personalized photo. You cannot take photos with him. And you get like a couple of art prints and a button. Oh, well, that sounds like a great deal. I'm just yeah. going to repeat what I said on Twitter. If I spent $200, spent just a few minutes with anyone, I better be doing something I could go to jail for in most states. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, whatever you whatever you know you feel towards Frank Welker is your business. I'm not going to judge <laughs> yeah. you for that. It's not really my type, but, you know, I won't fault yeah. you for... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you know. Now there's like there's like three more things I could go to from that. That would be really, really horribly mean. So Rob, <laughs> happy that I like you a lot. <laughs> now, now, one thing though to consider is that in order to get Frank Welker, they had to probably meet a lot of his. I don't want to say the word demands, but, his, sin, well, but 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 since he writer. is, so, they, since they he had is, to meet his appearance cost. Right, and since he is so busy, he probably has to have a certain level of things happening for him to take time out of his schedule. Well, that's normal. Everybody has that. Yeah. So, you know uh, what? You know what? I, I and I hate to jump in, and uh, it just makes me so angry. If I was someone who is making millions and millions of dollars, I would want to give back to the fans every once in a do while. We think he I makes would want to. No. I think you overestimate how much he makes. Diecast like, wasn't like, he on a he's list? A voice actor. One of the highest paid voice actors. No, 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 no. Well, he might be. Okay, the list. The, I, I know the list you're talking yes, about. And yes. It is not. It is not but, his pay. It is the amount of money that the movies he has been featured in have made. Okay. And he is on that and, list by virtue of having been in everything. And and yeah. voice actors make substantially less proportionately to the work they do than on-screen actors. So I don't, okay. I don't I, so I don't think that he makes a lot in his uh, like in his salary that he gets or whatever he gets for the work that he does. But the Royalties. 
royalties, the residuals, is, residuals yeah. is where, you know, but and that's it, where being in everything just a little bit pays off. Yeah. 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 So I just, passive I income. just like, you know, if I was, if I was that popular in the fandom, I, you know, if they paid for my trip to go there, I, well, guess what? Charge guess what? That's you. I, right. And like, you know, good on you for having that attitude about it. You yeah, know, they, I mean, Frank Walker no, has bills no to pay too. Right. Right. Because, you know, the residuals make money, but like a lot of these people who've been doing this kind of stuff for a long time, another big source of income for them is appearance. Fees. So, so, yeah. so let me, let me sort of back, back, backtrack. So, like for the company I work for, if I have to go for that company, if I have to travel to like a, convention or a workshop or something you know i'm not going for free i'm getting paid for it mm-hmm. and that because that's related to my work his work is voice acting you know i mean it's it's not like he's going on vacation mm-hmm. free he's got to sit there he's got to talk to people he has to hold his breath while certain people are standing in front of him he has to you know take time away from his family it's 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 work so i i get i get a cost and the thing is he has to for the time he takes away from his other work he has to displace or he has to replace the money that he would otherwise make so it has to be worth his time and effort yeah. it has to be worth his time so i i get it, it just i i just this i i just leaves a bad taste in my mouth cuz it is a lot of money yeah and the I, other the it, other thing it, too is that Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say it, it's another two hundred dollars tacked on to an already really expensive package convention yeah. package. I just hope that most of the money actually goes to him. Yeah. Well, if and like going the, to bother to do this. And the thing I'm thinking too is that if he was just there as a normal guest, you know, most conventions you go to when you go to someone to get an autograph from them, you pay them for that autograph. Yeah. And, you pay know, that, that could person. be like. That, Right. You pay the person directly for the autograph. And, you know, so assuming that that would be the case with Frank Welker, if you could just go up to him like he's at a table with autograph sessions that anybody can go to, you would be paying for the autograph anyway. Yeah. The thing is with the package, you know, you're paying $200. The cost of your autograph that you're guaranteed with that money is built in. And you're also not fighting against the entire rest of the population of the convention so, for the time to go and get the autograph so, so. from Let's go back. 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 Let's go